Boy, it's been it's been a long time. This is episode twelve of uh, No Data Available. I'm Jen, and with me, as always, is Tash. Say hello, Tash. Hello, everybody. <laughs> wow, we're we're a little out of practice on the podcast thing. It's been it's been a little while. A lot of things have happened in the world. Yes, yes. we've got two new consoles now. Yes, that's one of the things that have happened in the world. It's, one of the only things that you all might be interested in hearing about. Um, yes. So next gen, yeah. The next gen is here, and it's now current gen. It's current gen, and I'm also gen. <laughs> you're you're always gen. I am next gen as well as current gen, and I am all the gen. So with the launch of the two new consoles, there have been a a slew of launch titles. That have come yeah. out. Um, and Tash, you actually have both consoles at the moment, right? I do. I have both consoles. The Xbox One launched first in Australia uh, because we didn't get the PlayStation 4 until November 29th. So whilst the PlayStation 4 released everywhere else first, it was actually the Xbox that released first in Australia. So I got that one first uh, and had a very interesting time when I opened it. Uh, and then I got the PlayStation 4 next. What do you mean when you say you had a very interesting time when you opened it? Well, the Xbox <laughs> requires the Xbox requ- requires an internet connection before you can play any games. So, <laughs> I went to a midnight launch, um, and uh, Christine Stenium joined me, uh, and we went back to her place uh, very excited because we wanted to get straight into the next gen gaming that the Xbox One promised. But because I couldn't remember my login details for my Xbox, my Microsoft account, uh, and Christine's internet was acting up a little bit. We couldn't physically play any of the games. Oh, no. We had a wonderful ooh-ah moment where we turned on the console, (laughs) put the game in, and then then we couldn't physically play any of the games that I'd just paid $90 for. Oh, wow. So that was a bit of a letdown. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I would be let down by that as well. But you did eventually get to play them. I did eventually get to play them, and I have been playing my Xbox. Um, most of the <laughs> games that I've been playing has been Zoo Tycoon because I enjoy taking care of sloths and otters and lemurs. So um, probably yeah, this is, that seems to be the one that that you've been playing the most, and that seems to be the one that you um, that I have been the most interested in because yeah, well you see when I sloths and lemurs, and I just like yeah. went off the deep end. Didn't when you make I, me? You made me in the game. Yeah. I made you in the game. You're the person who looks after the lemur uh, and the sloth uh, habitat. Oh my God, it's yeah. thank you, thank you for that. Okay. Yes, that makes me so um, happy. And you know, the fantastic thing about uh, Zoo Tycoon is you can actually like if you have a male and a female and they quite like one another, they can have little baby sloths. Oh, I thought you were talking about the zookeepers for a minute. No, <laughs> no. Well, if they well. made baby sloths, they'd be a problem. But <laughs> no, so you can but you can make if you want to you know, male and female, or alternatively, you can adopt little baby animals. And if you adopt the little baby animals, then you can put an advertising campaign in your zoo, and then people, obviously, because they want to see baby sloths, who wouldn't, come to your zoo and you make more money. So it's actually teaching kids all about supply and demand and marketing. So you know, if you oh. had a child and you you had an Xbox One, it'd be a good little game to give them. 
But That's I do awesome. remember, I, I did kind of get laughed out of my EB game store because everybody else who was at the Xbox One midnight launch was there, you know, with their Call of Duty Ghosts, Battlefield 4, and everything else for <laughs> Dead Rising 3. <laughs> I'm like, I'll have Zoo Tycoon, thanks. Everybody just looked at me. But whatever, it has sloths and otters and lemurs, and I like it. Well, you showed them. I did. So you were there, <laughs> and everybody had their Call of Duty Ghosts yeah. game, and you had your... <laughs> Zoo Tycoon yeah, game. I think, what did I order? I had Zoo Tycoon, I had Forza 5, and I had Dead Rising 3. And I think I, I ordered a day one console, so it's very swanky. It has day one 2013 on one of the controllers. Mm-hmm. So clearly I'm an elite gamer because I have yeah, that. Sure, sure. Um, and uh, I think the one that I ended up with also had a 14-day trial of FIFA 14. I don't know. I don't really so, get So it. no Call of Duty Ghosts for you then? No Call of Duty Ghosts for me for launch. Maybe when it comes down a little bit because, um, you know, we're paying $90 per game in Australia. Yikes. Uh, so it's, it's you know, you have to decide what you really, really want. And I didn't really, really want Call of Duty Ghosts. And apparently it's been scoring very uh, low. It's, I think, the, one of the lowest of the Call of Duty games. It was only scoring in the 70s, yeah. which is unusual. <laughs> now, I also, I also did buy myself Rise Son of Rome for the Xbox One. How is that? Well, I haven't played it yet because oh. after buying it, I discovered that it's pretty much has a very big focus on quick time events, and I don't really like quick time events all that much. I appreciate a good quick time event every once in a while, like if if you need to do it. Like I kind of enjoyed the ones in Tomb Raider, mm. um, but they mostly those, those yeah those stressed me out. It's horrible. <laughs> horrible. Yeah, but um, it, it's like you were saying, you know, even if these games are great, if they're not specifically up my alley, I'll have to wait to play them or, you know, you have to choose. And I mean, I, I, I don't think it's fair, uh, I don't think that it's incorrect to say that both the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 launched without any must-buy launch games. I mean, there's nothing in either of the launch lineups where you would say that's a console seller or, you know, you if you have that console, you will definitely want this game. The the games that they have really, if you don't want to be an early adopter and you don't want to get it at launch, there's nothing that would make you want to get it at launch. Well, and that's where I am right now. I I have not gotten either of the new consoles yet because there's there's no games right now that I like need to have. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that that was on the list for me that was like, oh, I need to have this and I need to play this on this day. Yeah. You know, I so yeah. I have I have games that I'm finishing up on. PS3 and Xbox 360 and PC, and I don't, I don't necessarily feel any rush. Now, what will happen is that next year, like in the spring, um, when some of the games that I am really looking forward to are coming out, like The Witcher 3 and Dragon Age Inquisition and um, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs, you know, all these games that I've been kind of looking forward to for for a long time, those are going to be ones that I I will probably want to get on a Day, like pre-order and get day one. It's interesting because usually when a new console launches, people buy the console for the games, you know, the launch games, and they want to see uh, how the games are actually testing the system. But because the launch lineup for games here wasn't particularly stellar, I think uh, I went into getting both the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 because I wanted to see what the consoles were like and to compare uh, the differences between the consoles and also the differences between, say, the PlayStation 3 to the PlayStation 4 Mm -hmm. and the gap between the two. Yeah, see, that's what I'm interested – that's what I would be interested in, but I couldn't justify 
buying one or yeah. both of them just for that. Well, it's about six hundred or seven hundred dollars yeah. if you take account, you know, the accessories that you need. Um, but interestingly enough, you know, when you when you get the Xbox One, it, it comes with the Kinect camera out of the box, mm -hmm. so that's not something that you need to pay more money for. And the way that they've designed the console is that the the Kinect camera uh, is a very integral part of the console itself. So if you have the Kinect camera on, um, it it responds to voice commands, so you can turn your Xbox on and off just by saying Xbox on or Xbox off. You can start recording or start watching television shows. You know, you can start games. You can do everything pretty much if you're very lazy <laughs> just from telling your Xbox to do something. So that's very interesting. Whereas a PlayStation 4, it, it does support a camera, but it doesn't come out of the box. So that's mm -hmm. an additional thing that you need to buy. Um Having said that, the Xbox One out of the box is more expensive than the PlayStation 4. So they've probably factored into the account right. the fact that you do get the, the uh, camera. Mm -hmm. On the whole, however, having played both the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, I would say that I am enjoying the layout and the controls of the PlayStation 4 more than the Xbox One. Uh, and interestingly enough, I find the controller on the PlayStation 4 is much better than the Xbox One. And... That's surprising for me because usually I favoured the Xbox style of controller over mm -hmm. the PlayStation style of control. <laughs> the PlayStation has actually uh, improved upon the design of the DualShock 3 with the DualShock 4. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the Xbox One has actually gone backwards because from my perspective, the way that I hold the controller, and it might be because I have smaller hands being a girl gamer, but I do find... Oh, God. Girl yes, gamer. yes. I do it. find it's... <laughs> awkward for me to hold the controller and to um, actually use the buttons in the uh, new Xbox One controller than it was for the Xbox 360 controller. Mm. They've moved they've moved the bumper buttons, you know, on the top of the um, controller so that it, you actually have to reposition your hand if you're switching between using the bumper buttons and using the buttons on the face of the controller, and I don't like that. No, it should all be, it seems, I, I have... I have held the PS4 controller and I, it feels really good. I don't I don't particularly like the PS3 controller. There's something not quite I don't know if it's too small or like it doesn't fit in my hands and it's always awkward and like if I'm if I have to hold down one of the bumpers it's like a weird angle. I don't know. The angle yeah, it doesn't had work its for me. Yeah, and everybody was I was like, "Oh, the 360 controller is so bulky and you know, I just know where everything is and I it's just in my hand. I don't ever have to look." Or, yeah. or like feel around for something. You know? And you see, this is this is what I find interesting because for me, the PlayStation Four controller has actually gone forward. They've 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 put things in that people were complaining about, and they've changed things around that people didn't like. Mm -hmm. um, so it's much bulkier in your hands. It fits a lot better. The um, controller, the trigger buttons are much better from a perspective of when you're using them. They don't stick, or they don't. You don't press the wrong area where which is what I had issues with with the DualShock 3 mm -hmm. um, and it's it's a much better design of the controller whereas the Xbox One controller it seems that they've improved on it but not in a way that people wanted uh, and I, I feel that the Xbox 360 controller was a good controller and they didn't really need to do anything with it but they have decided to change it and in that change I don't feel that they've made any improvements to it the way that the PlayStation 4 and the DualShock 4 have changed. You should just switch out the controllers and play your Xbox with your PS4 controller. And <laughs> only I could I'm sure that. that that will work. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they wouldn't have any problems with people doing that. 
Um, but actually, you know, one thing I like for the PlayStation 4 controller, and this will be the last thing I say about it, is it now has a little uh, headphone jack on the bottom of the controller the way that the Xbox 360 controller did. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, that was always something that was missing from the DualShock 3, that you couldn't just plug in a, a, a um, headset and go for it. You always had to plug in another headset, and I didn't like that. But now yeah. with the DualShock 4, there's a little area that you can plug that uh, headset in and just go for it, which is good. Other little things that you might be swayed by, the fact that PlayStation 4, if you there's a button on the controller that you can press, and if you press that, automatically pressing it, um, it saves the last 15 minutes of your play, your gameplay, whatever That's, you've done. Yes, I was hearing yes. about that. So if you've and done it also does screen caps. Yeah, so if you've done something really amazing and you're like, wow, yeah. I wish I could see what I did again, and it'll... Now, does that upload it right to... Well, you can, like choose. you can choose where you want to upload it. You can upload it to Twitter. You can upload it to Facebook. I think you can upload it to either YouTube or Twitch, but I haven't checked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't quote me on that. But I definitely know you can do Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and it's just you can even put a little comment. You know, you, you go into it and you select it and then you can put a little a comment about it and then it uploads to those uh, social media networks. Nice. So I, I like that because it's you choosing when you want to do it. Oh, yeah, I really I, – I just did something awesome. I want to save it. And it doesn't seem to overwrite the old one. So you can have multiple saves of things, which yes. I like. Contrast that or compare that to the Xbox One where, from what I can tell, and I actually haven't done much investigation with the Xbox One because I don't like the, um, the console as much. From what I can tell when I was playing Zoo Tycoon – the game decides when it thinks you've done something good and then it keeps a copy of what you've just done. So, like, if you huh. earn a – yeah, it's weird. If you earn a trophy or if you go and feed the sloths for the first time ever, let's say, it's the the console decides that that was an important event and it takes a recording of what you just did. And that lets you know, oh, we've just done this recording and saved it here. I'm like, well – you know, I don't necessarily want you to do that, Xbox One. So, so now you're taking up space. <laughs> yeah. And where do I have to go to delete that thing that I didn't ask you to do in the first place so that I can have that space back on my console? Uh, I, I like the choice to, ooh, I like that. I'm going to record that. I'm going to keep a copy of what I just did rather than, hey, I bet that was a f- fun thing you wish you had a recording of. And guess what? We've taken recording of it. No. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, that's a very small thing, but I, another, I would give the PlayStation 4 the uh, the gold star from that perspective as well. Yeah. I like it. Well, you're going to, you're our like resident next gen console expert right now since I don't have one. I'll be interested to see the kind of streaming functionality that it has for like for Twitch, like particularly for TPAT. And when you and Christine stream on Thursdays or Fridays, and, yes, you know, it, like it won't even need you won't even need the the full setup. Yeah, I was very impressed with both consoles, but if I had to favor one console over the other, it would be the PlayStation Four. Well, I was just going to talk about my impressions of Assassin's Creed Four on the PS4. Please do. I mm. hear good things. Well, Assassin's Creed Four for Black Flag is interesting because every now and then. I think to myself, I would like to play an Assassin's Creed game. How come I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in so long? And then I put it in my console and I play it and I go, that's why I haven't played it. Because the platforming, jumping around is infuriating. And I can guarantee four times out of five, my character will go in the exact opposite direction of where (laughs) I want to go. 
Or if I'm being chased by guards, he will decide that it's a perfect opportunity to flop into, like, a, a shrubbery somewhere. And I don't understand why Ubisoft has not fixed that, because it's pretty much the core gameplay of an Assassin's Creed game. Or it was, until they decided to introduce pirates and shipboarding and, you know, sailing around the high seas and whatnot, which actually is the fun part of Assassin's Creed 4. So I really enjoy being a pirate and boarding other ships and stealing all of their supplies and upgrading my own ship, which you can do now. I'm at, I'm at a conundrum here because I like the pirating part of Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. I hate the assassinating part of Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. And I have heard that Ubisoft is gauging interest for a pirate spin-off of the Assassin's Creed series and I hope that happens because then I can just stop playing the shitty Assassin's Creed games and start playing the pirate versions of the Assassin's Creed games which is actually the fun part of the game <laughs> oh, this, I didn't expect you to go go on so much of a like you apparently you have strong feelings about this <laughs> I do but you know what I'm going to go back to the PlayStation 4 another good thing about the PlayStation 4 is that it um, uploads and, and updates everything in the background. Ah, oh, that's so great. I was so you get I was... on and your games. It's like, oh, there's an update to this. We'll do that while you're doing other stuff. Yeah. So you I never don't... have the instance now where you put in a video game disc and then it says there's an upgrade available for this game. Would you wish to download it? Yes. For the next hour. Because <laughs> yeah. that's how I, like it took. Because it'd been a while since I signed on to PS3. Um, mm-hmm. And I turned it on to play Saints Row 4, and I was like, like I had my I had like my sandwich and a drink, and, <laughs> and I you sat like... down on the couch, and I got all comfy in my little couch nest, and then I was like, all right, let's play some Saints Row 4, and it was like, <laughs> no. It's exactly like where you get all dressed up, you want to go out, you want to have a lovely dinner at a restaurant somewhere, and you go to the dinner, uh, the restaurant that you really want to go to, and then they're like, ah, oh, sorry guys, it's going to be like a 45-minute wait for a table. What would you like to do? And you're like, oh. I guess I'll wait because I really want to eat here. But <laughs> and then you end up sitting at the bar being a sad person with eating their beer nuts. <laughs> and you're just drunk by the time you even get to eat the food. So, yeah. We started talking about next-end consoles and then end up talking about being drunk at a restaurant and eating beer nuts. <laughs> but back to the podcast. Yes. Uh, I would, if I was recommending anybody, if, if people only had a certain amount of money and they were choosing between whether or not they wanted an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4, and they had to have it now, given that the launch lineups aren't particularly strong for either console, I would have to judge the console for the features that it has and the additions that it has over the previous generation console version, mm-hmm. and I would have to give it to PlayStation 4. There you have it, everybody. PlayStation 4 wins. It's official because Tash says yep. so. So I guess that'll, that'll do it for for this. PS4 wins. Um, PS4 wins. According so to far. Tash. So mm. <laughs> let it be written. Let it be law. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back at you. I think next week we're planning, we're planning on doing one uh, again about the whole year of 2013. Uh, yeah, coming up because there was a lot to cover and there's a lot to talk about and hopefully we'll have a, a couple of other folks here chatting with us as well. So that should be fun. So everybody have a great time and uh, we will see you next time. Yes, yeah, see you next time.